Hey guys! So on this podcast, we often talk about how you can find God's path for your college journey, but that leads into his path for your life journey and such too, and career and finances and all the things, right? Um, We also talk about graduating debt-free to prepare you for that. Well, what if you want to get started on some of your dreams right now? Doing it right now without sacrificing, you know, your sanity, mental peace, you know, money that you have saving up, going through college, whatever. What if you've always wanted to write and be an author? There are some tactics where you can be a published author even before graduating college. Even if you declare a major in another field, like you're going into engineering, but want to write and publish something, right? So I have a cool guest on today who has a podcast called Publish Before College, but you know, you can kind of transfer that concept to after college. Um, You could do, say, Publish Before Graduation, and that kind of takes you through her steps of writing, being an author, and also it taking quite a bit of time, and how she's learned that it can be more done more efficiently and in line with God's guidance and just, yeah, efficient and effectively and faster, you know? So let's get into it today, talking about how you can be a published author even before graduating from college. And is this your dream or do you have some other dreams too? In this episode, she talks about how you you can be a dreamer or a doer or both, right? What are you dreaming about and actually doing something to make it happen. I would love for y'all to go over in our Facebook group, Christian College Girl Community on Facebook. Again, it is Christian College Girl Community, and there's a link in the description of this episode. And go ahead over there and post about what your dream is that you're taking small steps for. Or even if you're not taking steps yet, you're hoping to. What's that dream? It could be becoming a musician. It could be, you know, publishing a book becoming a certain level of athlete. It could honestly just be like, I just want to feel like I have more time in my life to, I don't know, hang out with my friends. All of these things are dreams that we are feeling guided and and called to. And so I'd love for you to join Christian College Girl Community where we support one another. You can post questions and ideas. We'll talk about finding God's path for college and graduating loan and debt free. Awesome. See you guys over there. Do you want guidance on where to go and what to study? Wonder if you should change majors? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for scholarships and ways to pay for college without parental help? Do you wake up worried about everything and just want to make sure you're following God's path for your life? Hey, I'm Kara. I too was a stressed college student looking for money and mental peace. I wondered if there were other ways to pay for college besides loans and wished for clear direction on how to make college and career decisions. Not only was I worried about drowning in debt, but also afraid I hadn't heard Jesus correctly. Was I studying the wrong thing? Was I completely off track? I felt semi out of control and was spiraling until I learned how to hear from God and follow his direction. He guided me and gave me the stepping stones to pay for college. Scholarships, grants, testing out of classes, and other weird school hacks got me through debt-free. And in this podcast for Christian College Girls, you will learn how to find God's path for your college journey and how to graduate with no loans or debt. So grab your cold brew and TI-89 and listen in on the most stress-free and debt-free class you've ever attended. This is Money and Mental Peace. 
Hey guys, before we get started, I just wanted to do a quick disclaimer. Whoever I'm having on to interview next, I'm so glad that you'll get to hear all this great stuff they have to say. However, I want to clarify that all the opinions expressed in this interview are not necessarily mine, meaning um, if you also you go choose to listen to the podcast or YouTube channel of whoever I'm interviewing. I am not necessarily agreeing with all their views or opinions. I just wanted to clarify that because you always need to pray and use discernment with who you listen to. Obviously, with listening to me as well, you need to do that. Thanks so much, guys. Let's get in it. Hey guys, so welcome back to Money and Mental Peace. I have a cool treat for you today that's leaning a little bit more into the um like finding God's path for your life direction and wondering if you'd ever wanted to be an author. I have a great friend on today and I also need to ask you, are we going by your pen name or your <laughs> or your real name in this situation? Um, because I think your your podcast is under your real name. So I'll just say welcome to yeah. you and let you let you tell everyone who you are so I don't mess that up. All right. Yes. My name is Bonnie Jean Schaefer, but I do have a podcast. I use my pen name for my podcast, which is author DK Drake. Um, and the reason I chose a pen name in the first place um, kind of goes back to my whole um, story as how I, um, my author journey. Um, and so if you want me to just kind of dive into that, I can, cause it, it would make a little more sense is why I have a pen name. If you know a little bit of my backstory before um, yeah. you understand that reason. Yeah. Just, right. just jump into that. And um, I think within that, do you think you could tie in that question we talked about, about why storytelling became important to you? I feel like that's like a, like a good tie in question to your story. Yes. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, why storytelling is important in the first place. Like God designed our minds to be storytelling machines and we we tell our we tell ourselves stories about everything and the way that stories can just capture us and how we can teach through it's i mean Jesus used stories to teach and you can just grasp concepts a lot better through stories like when when you do your podcast i'm sure that you're you tie in your own personal story to um things in order to really um teach the concept more effectively and um, the the more we understand the power of story, the more we understand ourselves and the more we can change how we think and behave based on stories. And then if we're able to tell stories effectively to other people, we can change other people. So we can just, stories are just so important. And fiction is vitally important as well um, because you can, go places that you may never be able to go anywhere else. You can go places in your mind. You can take people with you. Um, when you craft your own little fantasy world, um, you can bring other people into the world of your imagination and you can teach like all of my stories. I, I like to have the underlying purpose. If you have an underlying purpose, there's always a purpose to every story that you tell. Yeah, we can have fun stories and have a blast telling it, but there's always got to be a purpose. And in the stories that you, the movies that you watch, there's always a purpose. In the books that you read, there's always a purpose. It may not be something that aligns with God, but there's always a purpose. And um, I didn't understand all of that when I was a kid. And just, I just enjoyed reading stories. And I always had this little um, 
this nagging voice that I was, I was wanted to be a writer, but I didn't understand that I could actually um, use my imagination and my writing ability and actually be an author. Um, I just thought it was something that was a cool idea, but that was something for other people. And it wasn't something that was practical for me. And going into college, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, so you know how that I, feels yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. So when I, um, I, I just knew I wanted to go to um, a Christian college that was away from home where I could play softball. And so I'm from North Carolina. Uh, my pastor told me about this college up in Ohio, Cedarville. Back then, back in the 90s when I went to college, it was Cedarville College, now at Cedarville University. Um, but it fit all the bills. So um, Christian College, away from home. So it was about six, seven hours from where I was. Um, they had a softball team. I was like, all right, great. So without even visiting the campus, I was like, yep, yeah, that's where I want to go. So I decided that's where I wanted to go. And the only way I knew how to get there was on loans. And had I known that there could have been a different way for me to go to college, then perhaps I wouldn't still be paying back student loans. So listen to what Kara is telling you. I promise I did not yes. tell her to say that. That's very yeah. nice of you to comment on. Um, yeah. um, um, I have... That just made me think of another question, but I'm going to leave it for later and let you keep telling your story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, and it wasn't until, um, well, at the end of my freshman year, I was like, okay, I really need to select a major here. Um, What am I going to do? I was like, well, I thought about going the route of of a professional writer, but that still seemed too far out of reach, not something that I could really do. And I was like, but if I study Bible, if I get a good foundation, then maybe I can just use my college to prepare for life rather than just a career. So I chose to to major in Bible. Um, And then here I am getting to be towards the end of my college career. And it was February of my senior year, had no idea what I was going to do once I graduate. Yes, I've learned a lot. But practically speaking, what am I going to do when I get out of school? I've got all these loans. I've got to pay back somehow. Um, And so I was sitting in class one February day and my teacher, my professor was teaching about the difference between dreamers and doers, how dreamers just dream about things that can happen. Great vision, great imagination. And then there were doers that actually make things happen. And I was like, oh man, I'm a dreamer. I'm not a doer. I know how to dream about things. I've got all these big ideas for my life. I just have no idea how to actually get it done, how to take action on it. And so I was feeling a little bit, a little bit hopeless. I'm not even sure what the, what she was, what point she was trying to make, because I was just kind of zoning out. And then she mentioned Psalm 37, four, where you, um, 37, three, where you delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my goodness, that's, that's what I've been doing. I've been seeking God and trusting in him and knowing that he's going to help me find my way. And he wants to give me the desires of my heart. I can, I can do what I dream. I was like, what I really want to do is I, I want to be an author. I want to be a writer. And so that's what I decided to do. So after college, my parents are like, they're supportive. They let me, you know, move back in with them. And I attacked novel writing, certain that this was something I could do. I'd read lots of books, always had a knack for writing. And then a couple months in, I'm like, huh, all these bills start coming in and I've got to find a way to pay for them. How is, you know, I'm 
um, and th at the time I was thinking, okay, I've got to actually finish the book and then I've got to try and get an agent. And then the agent has to get a publisher and this can take years and years and years. And this is just a long process and I'm never going to make any money at this. So then I did the whole, let's get a job thing, but I didn't want to get a job where I was going to get locked into any kind of career. I just wanted to do something that was going to be enough to pay the bills so that I could support my writing. Um, cause I wanted to keep writing. Um, so I went, worked with my dad for a bit as a carpenter and then ended up with a whole series of jobs, not going to bore you with all of that, but I just hopped from job to job as I was just, um, basically just trying to make enough to, um, pay my bills so that I could keep pursuing my dream. My first draft of my book, I thought, yes, I finally finished. And then I read it and it was quite terrible. And I'm like, okay, I just got to start over. So I revised it completely revised the draft and that was still bad but not quite as terrible and so then by the time I revised it completely for the fourth time I was like hey this is good enough to get published so then I started sending it out and um got a few rejections from some agents but then I had one agent was like hey yeah this is interesting why don't you send me the first three chapters of your book and by this time I had started learning about this thing called self-publishing and I'm like Ooh, and I'd always loved the entrepreneurial aspect of um, writing and or my dad's an entrepreneur and just loved that he was always able to flex his schedule to come and come to all my sports events and just um, and just take control of his own schedule. And and I loved that about being entrepreneur. Um, I was like, well, I can I can publish my own books and I can be an author and I can be an entrepreneur and I can still do what I dream in this way. Um, so rather than send in any pages to this agent that wanted my stuff, I decided that, um, you know, I was just going to trust God and go all in and, and build a business. And so I built, um, I found a dream doers publishing as, um, just to keep me connected. Dream with. doers. I hear that connection yep. to the college journey. Yes. Okay. Uh -huh. So that reminds me back um, you know, it keeps me grounded in, Hey, you've got to delight yourself in the Lord. It's not just about following your dreams. It's about staying connected to God and letting him lead your way. And it may not be a clear journey right away, but as long as you are keeping your eyes focused on God, you're going to find your way. Um, and so my, so I founded my company, um, and I got my book published. I used a, um, pump, I, couple of, uh, if I can even talk here, um, I got that first book published through iUniverse. Um, so I had to pay for a publishing package to get it packaged. Um, but Dream Doors Publishing was the imprint that I was using. And I knew writing, but I knew nothing about marketing. And I knew packaging, I could make a pretty cover or, or a pretty book and get it all out there. But then it just launched to nothing. It's like, okay, that was a big flop. Um, meanwhile, I'm still, I'm getting to be around, by this time I was around 30. So it took like the first decade. So that, that first book took me almost a decade to write and publish and all of that. Um, and can I pause but, you there? Absolutely. Um, mm -hmm. That does seem like a long time and yeah. anyone listening, but also there are many authors who didn't like quote unquote explode till they were like 50 or something or older. So anyone listening and being like, it's going to take me that long. Well, first off, you can do have amazing life if it does take stuff a long time. But secondly, 
Bonnie's podcast can tell you how to do it efficiently and faster and whatnot. So um, anyways, I just wanted to acknowledge that because I know that's how I would have been feeling listening to this so many years ago. So please proceed. Yes. Yes. And I don't want it to take you decades to get it out into the world. And I have learned from my mistakes and this is how I would do it differently moving forward, which is why I started published before college, because I believe it's possible to get your books out a lot faster and to learn how to write effectively a lot faster than I did. So I made a lot of mistakes and took forever to get my my work out into the world, but it doesn't have to be that way. And I know that it can be different, which is why I'm here now. And um, so once I got um, that for, I decided I was going to be done with novel writing. I was like, this took forever. It took too long, but I didn't want to give up on writing. So I ended up landing a job at Starbucks and, um, worked a couple months there and then ended up in a supervisor role. Um, and so it was good because I could write, um, in the mornings when I had a quiet house. Um, and, and then I worked Starbucks in the evening so I could actually be interactive with people and all of that. Um, and by the way, I am single and I live with two of my sisters. Um, and when I first started at Starbucks, we didn't have any kids, but we've ended up, um, fostering some kids. Now most of them are adopted. So we have four kids right now. Um, That's awesome. But, um, anyway, so at the beginning I was, I would write in the mornings and I was like, I was just writing short stories and, um, then I would go and interact with people at night and, um, police officers would come in and get coffee. Cause you know, that's what officers do. And so I would, you know, got to know some of the officers, this one particular squad, they came in and one of, they knew, they found out I was a writer, like, Hey, one's like, you should write a story about cops. And they're just like, no, you should write a story about dragons. And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't do fantasy. I just, um, the first book that I wrote, by the way, was called the dream doers in the summer of secrets about a couple of athletes, um, who were like 10, 11 years old. And my vision for that series was to show how you can follow your um, sports dreams and become um, an athlete and what it takes to do that. But um, anyway, back to the um, cops and dragons. I'm like, all right, fine. I'll just write a short story, make you guys happy so that I can just go back to writing what I want to write. So I wrote a short story called Cops, Robbers, and Dragons. (laughs) I like that. And the author, there was an author, Darcy, who was trying to find um, an an idea for her next novel. And so she was doing a ride along with the cop and they ended up finding some dragons. Um, And so after I published that short story on my blog, um, I got a lot of good positive feedback on that. And I was like, oh, that was that was kind of fun to write, just kind of letting my imagination fly and just making things up and just. It's like, that was, that's the most fun I've had with writing in a long time. There, there's a time to just yeah. let stuff yeah. go and write something. Yeah. yeah. And, and so after you know, praying about it, I was like, I, I, I think I could write a book based off of this idea. And, but I, I don't want to write it as Bonnie Jean Schaefer. Cause that doesn't really sound like a fantasy author, but if I use the author who was of the, the author of that story, Darcy, so I can call her Darcy, but she didn't have a last name in the story and, um, or a middle name, but there was my store manager at the time, her name was Kimberly and she was a great graphic designer. And so she designed my first cover of the book, the first version of the book that came out. 
I was like, oh, well, I'll throw her some credit. So I'll call her, you know, DK. So Darcy Kimberly. And then just I'll bring in Drake that brings in the alliteration of the D and the K. So I'll just, you know, maybe publish a story called, you know, and almost like dragon, like Drake sounds like dragon. (laughs) So, so that's how my pen name was born author DK Drake. Um, And, and it also helped with my, I also wanted a pen name as far as my pride goes, because I didn't want to get so obsessed with seeing my name um, as a published um, author and seeing my name on the charts. It was like, I want this to be about the story and what can the stories, um, I just want people to enjoy the stories and not connect my personal success so much with um, being able to get stories out into the world. Um, and it's just a lot more fun to be able to market it when I can say, hey, yeah, you should go read these stories by uh, author DK Drake. And it sounds just a little less selfish than uh, marketing my own stuff. But um, anyway, so when I finally, it took me about a year to get that book written. So rather, it was much better than, you know, the nine years it took me to get the first book done. So, um, and this was after, so I decided I was going to actually learn how to write more effectively and more efficiently. So I read some books and took some courses and um, learned how to write, realized that storytelling is a learned skill. It's not just, hey, this person's talented and this person isn't. It's a skill that you can learn if it's something that you enjoy and if it's something you thought, eh, maybe I can write, but I'm not really sure if I'm qualified. If God is putting that dream in your heart and you want to learn how to do it, then any it's a learnable skill. Um, and so I put the book first, got the first book published. So from start to finish, it took me about a year to write it. Wow, that's great. That's and, like hope yeah. that things can yeah. take like a year or less. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then when I published it, um, just based on the cover and the, I guess the the concept, um, I was expecting that to just kind of go out to crickets like my first book did. And I was like, I'll just get all four books written um, before I start trying to figure out how to market it. So so I put that one out there and then strange things started to happen. I, people were buying it and it ended up being like in the top 10 of its, of several different categories on Amazon for like six months. Um, wow, good and, job. and, uh, so, so I sold, you know, thousands of copies right off the bat. And then I started telling myself stories. It's like, oh my goodness, now I've got to write an even better second book because people are going to be expecting something from me what am I going to do? So I was, um, locked in, uh, in fear and doubt for a while. So it took me a little bit longer to get the second story written. Then I finally had to work through that. And I was like, well, I want to get better with every story. So I wanted to, so I did a little more personal training, um, and, you know, ended up getting that second book out and it took me a couple of years to get the dragon hunter, um, written and published, but that was because it was my own limitations, not because it's something that has to take forever. Um, and then it took me a little bit longer to get the dragon protector out. Cause here's, that's when we started getting, uh, kids involved. And then, um, so now I've got one more book still left in the series and I've been kind of stuck at the start line of that book. Cause I took on, um, I started working as, uh, adjuster for an insurance company, um, right at the time I was publishing as, as I published the dragon protector. Um, 
And so this job has been, I'm not able to have as much time because my actually work during the day. Um, and it kind of sucks the creativity from me in a way that working at Starbucks didn't. Um, but, um, and so I've been working on just getting out of my, um, being stuck as a writer and trying to get back into, um, writing mode, which is another reason why I've started the podcast as I want to get back to, um, telling stories and getting out of, um, stories help you escape um, the real world. And I was just getting so consumed by my job that I wasn't having any fun and enjoying my fantasy, my getting back to my characters in my world. Um, yeah. And it, it probably yeah. sounded like it was becoming a job that wasn't to support what you wanted to do. It was just becoming a job, job, job. Yes. And you were like, that uh-huh. wasn't the point. Right. Yeah. And then you mentioned yeah. your podcast. Well, actually, first, let me say dragons. I was that kid who was like, my my number one fantasy that as far as I know is not going to come true is to ride a dragon you know like because I read all like there's always some like phase that I feel like kids go through or high school or, or adults or whatever of dragons and so I absolutely love that and I was just kind of stalking your website a little bit and it just a side note, it does draw me in immediately seeing that picture. So y'all should go look up her website. <laughs> so you're, you're tying into the podcast. You brought the podcast up. Um, what is this podcast about? And can my girls listening become a published author before they graduate college? Uh, absolutely. My um, podcast is called Published Before College. Um, as because if you can learn what it takes to tell a great story, it doesn't have to be a full-blown novel in order to get published. Um, you can write um, a novella or you know a series of short stories. It doesn't have to be a novel that takes years and years because a novel, a novel does take time to write if you want to do it correctly. Um, but you can write shorter stories and learn the, the art of storytelling, which is what I want to encourage young people to do my, um, so it's, it's about, you know, um, just learning the process of novel writing. What does it take? You got to know, um, what your purpose is of the story and you start with your purpose and you cling to that purpose. And that purpose is kind of like your, your anchor for everything. And then you just got to know people, you got to know plot and you got to know place. How are you going to build your world? You know, those, you know, those four foundational things, and then, you can build your story from there. And so um, what, I, what I'm teaching in my podcast is just the, the elements of storytelling, basically how to, how to think like an author, um, the stories, because I know the stories that I told myself that kept me from writing for so long and kept me stuck in revision mode when I could have just moved forward. Um, so it's, it's about knowing, learning, learning the stories that you're telling yourself. It's about learning how to tell a great story for other people and then learning the process of publishing because you don't have to go with the agent and the publisher and, and all that traditional route. Now, if you want to, that's fine. It's just going to take longer to do that, but you can get started with writing by just writing and just, Hey, who are my characters? What, who are these people? What, what do I want to write a story about? What are they, what's the journey that they're going to go through? What, what challenges are they going to face and how are they going to come out at the end? And then, um, and just understanding the process, how it, how it takes to go from idea 
to publish story. And it's something that you can do, um, you know, in a matter of months, if you want to write, you know, um, a good quality novella, which is, you know, a good 20,000 word story. Um, you just need to know, you just need to be able to have in order to publish it, um, a good cover and a good editor so that, you know, that you don't want to just publish junk. You want to, you know, write a really bad rough draft and then revise it and then get some editor, you know, a good editor's eyes on it to get it out there. And it's something that you can, um, you know, get done in six months or a year or even shorter if you're able to have, just depends on how much time that you have available um, to work on your story. But it is something that um, anybody can do. And I'm even working with kids right now that are um, as young as eight in teaching them how to get how to get their stories written and published, showing them that their dreams are possible and that you don't have to um, have anybody else give you permission to write. You just have to take responsibility for doing the work and learning what it takes to build a great story and then just getting it out into the world. Wow. And I love that because you had said um, a published author to the point of it can be a small thing that you build on, you know, not thinking like you have to be able to write these 12 novels before you graduate right. or whatever but it's the building on the concept and becoming a doer and not just a dreamer around it and how literally somebody listening could do that before they graduate whatever you had talked about before college but someone i i from what you're saying right i believe it could be applicable someone currently in college wanting to yes. uh -huh. finish something or honestly just over your summer break write like crazy get something out there that's amazing but my girls might be listening and be like am I qualified to do this like I would say yes because even like starting a podcast you can start a podcast on anything you don't need like a licensure to do it or something but like okay. can you can you tell them how they or I guess if someone said are you qualified to do this and then um, perhaps like like a practical step to get started like a like a, just like a first step to encourage them yeah. So I say, if you have that, if you have that dream and that desire, you're qualified. And you, like I said, you don't have to have anybody's permission except God's. It's just something to pray about. Hey God, is this something you want me to do? I mean, look at how he uses people in the Bible. They don't have all of these, you know, a lot of the people that he chose at like like Gideon, he's like, Hey, I am the least of my family. Who's the least of all the clans. And it's like, why in the world are you going to use me? Because I can do the most through you because you're not depending on everybody and everything else. You're not depending on your qualifications. You're depending on me. And so the more you depend on God, the, the greater he's going to be able to shine through you and what you choose to do. It's just a matter of committing to that. Hey, I've got this desire. I want to write. All right, well, let's get started. You you know, listen to my podcast and, you know, you can always, you know, pick up books on writing, how to write a novel or, um, one that I'm reading right now that I'm, you know, really enjoying is called save the cat, right? It's a novel. It's a great process for building a structure of your story that I'm, like I said, I'm always learning and learning how to, you know, improve my own storytelling techniques and how to learn that plot and how to structure a story. Um, can I interrupt and, you yeah. for real quick? Um, yep. I'm over here seeing that our time is running out for my free Zoom, and I was trying to upgrade to Pro while you were talking, and it is being weird 
and not accepting my password. And I'm trying to listen to you and do this. So oh, I am gotcha. so sorry. It's not Just want to start a new meeting. So we only have four minutes left. Yeah. <laughs> Therefore, um, I wanted to just let you know, we might need to start a new meeting soon. Okay. But wondering if you can finish this um, answer topic in a couple of minutes. And then yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for letting uh, me interrupt yeah. on that. I yeah. don't know why no it's not working. Yeah. But yes, to uh, a practical step to get started. Go ahead. Yeah. So um, a practical step to get started is just right. What are what do you want to, you know, um, I always start with a, a character. Who's your character? Write down, you know, what's their name? What, what do they look like? What, what's their family look like? What's, what are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? So you always want to, I always start with my, there's, there are different ways to start things. I always start with my people, not just your main character, but who's their nemesis and then build out. So just start by just building out your characters. And sometimes your characters will lead into what plot you want to write. Or it's like, Hey, I want to write a story about this. And so you can start with a plot and then what kind of character would you need for that plot? And and the the question that you also sent me that I feel like ties in really well to this is where does this idea come from even? Like I, yeah. personally, I think I could have something that's just been in my mind a long time or a dream or whatever, but you could probably look around at the barista and be like, let me write about them. But like where do yeah. these ideas come from? Yeah, it's a it's a lot of what if. Like hey, um like what if I wrote a story about a cop? and a dragons where, how in the world would I tie those together? And so it's just, so it can come from prompts from other people, like the core of this story did. It can come from just, Hey, what, what if I wanted to write a story about, you know, a chair that came to life or how, how would that be? So you just, you can just ask yourself really random, silly, ridiculous questions and then come up with some interesting stories um, based on that. But it always starts with the, hey, what if? Mm-hmm. And and just being aware of um, you know, things that um, you enjoy, things that are important to you, and, and just being open to new ideas. And it's also, hey, what do I want to know about? It's not always just write what you know. It's, hey, write what you want to know that you get curious about. Well, how would I learn about that? And how would I tell a story about that? Um, so th- ideas can come from anywhere. For me, it's usually a, oh, I would like to, that, that sounds interesting. How would, how would that happen? What, what if, what if, what if, and that's, that's kind of how I get, how I get my story ideas. Um, wow. just being, being curious. That's, that's the most important thing is just being curious and aware. of. And that sounds like yeah. it really ties into some stuff that I have brought up with my girls about like, um, for example, following and finding God's path for your life. It's kind of like a, like a just get started on talking with God for five minutes to just chat about your day and what the next step is. And for you, it could be like random brain dump writing for five, 10 minutes to just like start a concept or a character. I love that. I love that. Um, also we need to start a new meeting. So hang on. Okay. All right. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) Okay. So I think we got through all of your questions Mm -hmm. that you had sent me, which were great because it was very um, poignant to even like immediately you could answer limiting belief concepts um, before they even came up. 
for any of my listeners, you know, (laughs) and how like you can just get started. You can just write. You can just do something. And I think that really ties in to what I talk about on the podcast. But do you think um, now I just have like a couple quick questions that are kind of more tied to my show. And it's more of the concept of so my tagline is find God's path for college and graduate loan and debt free. So how does this tie into finding God's path for your life? And do you really think students could even like do some of this writing um, alongside as they're working or going to school because they might want to be published before they graduate college? And it can be in a little thing that grows, but they probably could feel overwhelmed at the whole concept of it versus you're saying that it can be a small thing. Like, what would you, what do you think about all that? Yeah. Well, just, um, I know I started with a novel and that was probably the, not the most efficient way to go. If I was getting started today, I'd encourage you to start with just, just write a short story and, and just write something where you can start and finish within a, you know, within a month. I mean, a short story, you can even finish even shorter than that, but it's just learning, learning the, the foundation of storytelling and and learning if it's something that you would even enjoy and saying, Hey, okay, so I'm going to start and I'm going to write this 2000 word story from start to finish and just commit to finishing it and seeing if it's something that you enjoy and understanding that, Hey, yeah, it's just something I'm going to do on the side. I'm going to set aside, you know, an hour to a week just to work on the story and see if it's something that applies to me if it's something that sparks my imagination and is something I want to build into um, just to test it out and give it a shot Um, and if it's something that you like and enjoy then okay then let's write a let's write a 5,000 word story let's see how that goes and then you just kind of build up your endurance kind of like running when when I first started running I dove into a marathon when I should have started with a 5k so I literally was at yeah. your I literally was at your website part where it talked about I just jumped into running a marathon. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just trying things, just saying, you know, is is being an author right for me? Well, you're never going to know unless you try. So mm-hmm. just try and it doesn't have to be a big giant novel. Try writing a short story. Try just writing a story. And, and if it's something you enjoy, then, then you learn more about how to do it. But the best way to learn is just to do it, to take action. And it could be a lousy story at first that you end up writing and that's okay. Let yourself be lousy. You've never done it before. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And then you learn, okay, well then how can I make it better? And then you go back and you revise it. Okay. Well, how can I make it better? How can I do better next time? So it's just taking those little steps and just in being willing to be bad at it at first, and then knowing that you're going to work forward and you're going to get better, excuse me, you're going to get better no matter what it is you want to do. Um, if you're still trying to figure out what it is you want to study in college, then, you know, take little pieces of things that might interest you and study that for a little bit. So, so you don't have to just commit to the whole big picture all at once take those bite-sized steps and see what, how God is speaking to you through those things and just find your path by just trying things and taking action rather than just wondering. Don't wonder. I I understand. 
That's, that's where I was stuck for so long. Just take those little steps and see where God leads you. Mm. And I don't know if you, oh no, I don't think you can see because I'm blurred in the background, but I'm in the basement where I had had like a storyboarding, like tape of things on the wall for a book I was going to write about my college journey. And then I ended up doing it into a podcast instead. Who knows if I'll go back to it. And I don't feel like pressured about the book. It's more of just like my story. So it can be the podcast, but I love how you explain that of just the small chunk of each thing, because um, now you're motivating me even to be like, well, maybe I could just make this like a short ebook idea for somebody like listening to the podcast or something. That's uh-huh. fascinating. I love that. Yeah. And it's just that step of things. But also I would think even if someone became published, um, like self-published for like a small story, that could gain you traction. It could probably gain inspiration and traction and encouragement to yourself on like, wow, the last three novellas or whatever uh, that I released, like it's gaining traction. Now I feel the desire and the urge and the possibilities of writing a novel versus going into something full blown out of nowhere. It sounds like, honestly, it also sounds like how God guides us into things slowly sometimes. Yep. <laughs> so exactly. I love that. I really appreciate you explaining that out for us. Um, and then last point, well, unless I'll ask if you have anything else you want to add, but last point, because it connects back to what you had said something earlier about how you're still paying on your student loans and such. And do you think that if students could get through college debt-free, it could set them up even more for this author inspiration journey? Because in my mind, um, if that is able to happen, and let's say they're published before college, let's just say they find you and they're okay with being published a year after college, whatever. The concept is if they can get started in a job and not just be having to work tons of hours to pay back loans and have no time to write, you know, like I imagine it would be advantageous to be listening to both of our podcasts, learn how to write, learn how to graduate debt free, and then be able to actually make this a legit career. Like what is, I mean, I just kind of told you my insight on it, but what is your, what are your thoughts on that around like the finances around this? Cause this can take some money. It it can. And if I could, um, if I had more, available, more money available to invest in my continual learning rather than paying back what I've already learned. I think I would be even further ahead than I am. You mean like even like writing training and workshops and courses and other things. So yeah. And then being able to, so invest in your own training and invest in what it takes to publish a quality book. Cause we're not just throwing things out there just to say we're published. We're, we're writing quality stuff and we're making sure that what we're writing is quality before we get it out there, but it's being able to invest in a good cover, being able to invest in a good editor and being able to invest in the things that will, um, you know, make this a real business. If you, you know, want to turn it into a business, then you're going to need a website and you're going to need hosting. So if you can invest in your business, um, rather than paying back those loans, then your business is going to grow a lot faster and you're not going to have to, maybe you're not going to have to have that job, um, you know, a decade down the road because you've learned how to build a business off of your books and you're able to uh, do things that you wouldn't have had to do had you been stuck with these loans like I still am. So 
Yeah. And I love how you talk about that as a continuing education thing, because I also like that, like courses on how to do this podcast I did and, and other concepts. And I that's true. I could do that because actually part of my story is I not only graduated debt free, but I had some money left in the bank. And so I was able to use that. I started a business immediately after I could use that for some training and whatnot. I also have savings and such too. So you've got to be careful, you know, to balance yeah. that. But <laughs> yeah. I love that. And that's great. That's inspiring to me. Maybe at some point I I feel like even somebody just like setting aside 10 minutes a day to just like jot ideas and creativity is that get started because I do talk to Mm -hmm. my girls about like five, 10 minutes a day of time with God and it can be when they're driving. Probably shouldn't write when you're driving, but it's still like a concept (laughs) or even voice to text, you know? Yes. uh I love that. There are small steps to, to develop and all that. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. And then learning how to to manage the money effectively because I had to, I had to learn how to budget and how to now, hey, Yes, I paid for school with loans, but now, you know what? I only buy stuff that I know I can pay back right away and not go into debt for. And so it's just, um, so it's been a journey as far as learning how to write and how to build a business and also how to manage money, which is such a critical skill. So learn this now so that you don't get into all kinds of financial trouble down the road. I love that. Thank you for saying that because it's such a tool to be like, oh, I want to do this course or I want to do this thing. Look at my budget. Oh, I'll be fine. You know, that's such like a encouragement versus just like, I want to do this thing and write, but I don't have money and all this. And it's a a tool. It's a support to get it going. I love that. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us if there's anything else you want to mention and also where everybody can find you? Um, Just want to again, encourage you that if you want to write, just start writing. Don't wait for anybody's permission. Just enjoy the process. And maybe it, you don't want to, maybe you don't want to get published, but you want to write down your ideas, just write journal, have fun with the process. Um, and if you want to learn specific strategies for, um, building characters, building a world, um, building a plot, um, you can listen to my podcast published before college um, author DK Drake is the host. Um, I also have a um, website, authordkdrake.com. You can find me there and I've got a DK Drake starter library. So if you want to read some of the stuff that um, I've written at no charge, you can just um, sign up to the email list to be in DK Drake insider. And then you can um, read some of my stuff um, and hope you enjoy it. I love that. Very exciting. And I love meeting all these people through podcasting because I'm like, I'm not even anywhere I mean, I'm not even like married to like idea of like having kids, but I'd love to be like, oh yeah, I have resources. Hey kid, you want to write? Okay, let's get it going. Like I love all these resources connecting to all these podcasters provides us. So thank you so much guys. Go ahead and check out published before college or before you graduate college, you can, you can use that yep. concept. And <laughs> yep. thank you so much, Bonnie. And um, I, we are going to arrange something where I'm on your podcast as well. So y'all can yes. go find mm-hmm. that also. Thanks. Absolutely. And yep. until next time, we'll help you get through college with enough money and mental peace and potentially be a published author too. That'd be great. Thanks. Bye. Hey, if you guys are still around here by now, congratulations, got through a long episode. Wasn't that awesome? I had always wanted to write as a kid, and maybe I still will in some scenario like this, but what are you guys dreaming of? As you heard in the episode, um, she talked about 
being a dreamer versus a doer or like both you often need both to get some amazing things done can you head on over to our facebook group christian college girl community and let us know what you're dreaming of that you're taking steps to actually do as well i would love to hear about it and talk about your life journey path for college all the things send you know post free questions in there i'll give you advice and ideas and uh we'll stay connected thanks guys bye hey girl okay so before you run off to calculus if this podcast has brought you any encouragement would you please write a review on itunes or take a screenshot post it in your insta stories and tag me let's tell the rest of our stressed sisters that more money and peace can be attained outside of the conventional way of doing college See you next time. Love and prayers, Kara.